You are listening to Words from the Brothers, a podcast produced by the Servants of the Word, an international ecumenical brotherhood of men living single for the Lord. You can download this podcast from our website or access it on iTunes or on any other podcasting apps. Zephaniah 3, 8-13 Therefore wait for me, says the Lord, for the day when I arise as a witness. For my decision is to gather nations, to assemble kingdoms, to pour out upon them my indignation, all the heat of my anger. For in the fire of my jealous wrath, all the earth shall be consumed. Yea, at that time, I will change the speech of the peoples to a pure speech, that all of them may call on the name of the Lord and serve him with one accord. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my suppliants, the daughter of my dispersed ones, shall bring my offering. On that day, you shall not be put to shame because of the deeds by which you have rebelled against me. For then I will remove from your midst your proudly exultant ones, and you shall no longer be haughty in my holy mountain. For I will leave in the midst of you a people humble and lowly. They shall seek refuge in the name of the Lord, those who are left in Israel. They shall do no wrong and utter no lies, nor shall there be found in their mouth a deceitful tongue. For they shall pasture and lie down and none shall make them afraid. Zephaniah prophesied in the reign of Josiah, as we see from the very first verse of the book of Zephaniah. Josiah was a great reforming king who comes shortly, just a couple of kings, before the exile in which the people of Israel would be taken away to Babylon, as the Lord says, as a punishment for their infidelity and their idolatry. Here the Lord denounces the corruption and sin that characterizes the people of Israel, and he foretells their destruction under foreign nations. But he also foretells their future purification and return. Just before this passage, we have a ringing denunciation of the nation represented by its capital, Jerusalem, its officials, prophets, and priests. This is despite the presence of the Lord they have enjoyed, the wonders and victories he has won for them. They've fallen into corruption, into infidelity, into uh, pollution. And in this passage, then, we have both a promise of judgment and a promise of mercy. The Lord says he will gather nations to judge them. And the language is reminiscent of the courtroom. The Lord will witness against the sin of the nations. It says he will pour out his wrath upon them. And in scripture, this is an anthropomorphic way of speaking. That is to say, it speaks of the eternal transcendent God in human terms. And so his anger is a way of speaking about his punishment. The Lord doesn't have transient emotions. He's not moved by moods in the way that human beings are, 
but his wrath or his anger is a way of speaking in human terms about the judgment and punishment he brings. And so this passage says he will pour out his wrath upon the nations. But it also says that he will bring those nations to repentance. It says he will change the speech of the peoples to a pure speech. And this recalls what we see in Isaiah chapter 6, where Isaiah finds himself in the presence of the Lord of hosts and says, woe is me for I am a man of unclean lips and I I dwell among a people of unclean lips. Here we see something similar applied to the nations as what we see in Isaiah 6. An angel takes a coal, a burning coal, and touches Isaiah's lips and purifies them. Here, the Lord says that he will purify the speech of the peoples. And specifically, he mentions Ethiopia. And in a number of places in the scripture, Ethiopia is a kind of sign or representative of the Gentiles, the non-Jewish nations coming to the Lord. Psalm 68, verse 31, let bronze be brought from Egypt. Let Ethiopia hasten to stretch out her hands to God. That is to say, stretch out her hands in prayer. Psalm 87, verse 4, among those who know me, I mention Rahab and Babylon, Philistia, entire with Ethiopia. So all of these are Gentile nations. Or in Acts chapter 8, in preparation for the gospel going to the Gentiles, we have the baptism of the Ethiopian eunuch at the hands of Philip, a kind of sign of the nations coming to worship the Lord. So the Lord brings judgment on his people in order to bring about their purification and judgment on the nations who have oppressed his people and who have been at times even instruments for his judgment of his people. He brings them to purification and to repentance. This passage tells us the Lord will act in judgment in order to leave a remnant of his people who are humble and truthful. This passage is often applied to both the first and the second coming. In the first coming, the Lord begins to gather all men to himself, both Jew and Gentile. So Lord Jesus says, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men, all kinds of men, all nations of men to myself. And in the second coming, the Lord will accomplish the final judgment on the nations And through even the judgments that he brings on the world, he will purify all the nations who are to belong to him and bring his people into perfect peace and righteousness. Here we see the severity of the Lord for the sake of his mercy, the wrath of the Lord for the sake of accomplishing his good and holy purpose. Words from the Brothers was produced by the Servants of the Word, a brotherhood of celibate men that is part of the Sword of the Spirit, an international ecumenical network of covenant communities. For similar and other content, please visit us on www.servantsofthewords.org.
If you liked what you listened to, please leave us a review on iTunes or other podcasting apps. Thank you.